Alright, so today we're gonna go way back. Back to ancient Greece. Home of the most famous philosophers of the ancient world. I'm talking about people like Thales, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, and uh, so many more. These people are well regarded in history for laying the groundwork of Western philosophy, and their ideas permeate throughout all of Western culture, philosophy, and ideals. They were all huge influences on the philosophies of morality, politics, science, and even the human condition. So, it came as a pretty big surprise to me when I found out that some of them were kind of weird. I mean, while researching for this, I found out that one of the most admired Greek philosophers of their time was literally a crackpot old man who lived in a barrel. So, what's going on here? Who were these so-called great minds of the past, and why were they so strange? Hi, I'm Nicholas Fowler, and welcome to Historical Hijinks. So when it comes to the great minds of the ancient Greek world, there's a lot of people you can talk about. But today we're just going to stick to two. One very well known, and one more obscure. Though the obscure one is quite entertaining. But first, let's start out with the one that you know, and the person who is probably the most influential philosopher of all time. Socrates. Now, there were philosophers before him, like Thales of Miletius, but there's a reason we call these people pre-Socratic philosophers. It's because Socrates changed the whole game and made philosophy mainstream. I mean, his best pupil was Plato. A guy was so influential they named malleable clay for children after the guy. But after some research, I realized we might have overblown Socrates' genius. I'm now realizing you cannot see the air quotes I just made. Uh, well, there were air quotes around that genius. For one, if you want to read some of Socrates' writings, you won't find any. Not written by him, at least. No, everything we have... Every lesson, every piece of wisdom that we attribute to Socrates was not written by him. It was all written by his students, mostly Plato, who just remembered what Socrates had told them. That's like if J.K. Rowling, instead of writing the Harry Potter books, just told somebody the story that she had in her head, and then someone else had to write it down. So yeah, you might find it odd that a man as influential as Socrates did not author any of his texts. Well, it turns out, Socrates was completely opposed to the idea of reading or writing. The man had a hatred for the whole alphabet, in fact. He said things like, Writing destroys memory and weakens the mind, and the alphabet creates forgetfulness in the learner's souls. Imagine being a student in his class. Okay, students, finals are next week. You have nothing but memory to refer to for studying, so I hope you memorized all of my oral lessons. Anyone who has finals soon uh, just got a slight anxiety attack from even the thought of that, I bet. His ways of teaching were also strange. He used what we now call the Socratic method, which is defined as a cooperative, argumentative dialogue between individuals. Okay, now don't let that fancy wordplay fool you, because all Socrates did with this method was ask people questions and then repeatedly questioned their answers until he made them realize they did not have all the answers. Well, that sounds, you know, really, oh, big and philosophical and finding out the truth. 
basically, if you look at it from a practical perspective, he was basically a five-year-old asking questions. Mommy, why do clouds float? Because they're made up of water. Why? Because heat evaporated water and turned it into a gas. Why? Because temperature can cause matter to change states. Why? Because it makes the molecules move faster. Why? Because heat is energy, I think. Why? I don't know, Billy, all right? I don't know. That, that, that is basically what Socrates did. Eventually, Socrates was tried for corrupting the youth. He guessed uh, some things never change. And basically, the prosecutors gave him the choice between stop bugging everyone or be killed. But Socrates saw himself as a truth seeker of sorts and, well, he just drank that poison. But he was immune! No, no, I'm not doing that bit again. Uh, and yeah, he, he, he died. A sad end, yes, but his legacy lives on to this day. And now, on to the star of this episode. The man who is probably the greatest philosopher of the ancient world that you have never heard of. Who is this person? Well, he's the obscure one I mentioned earlier. Pay attention! This man lived in a barrel and urinated on passerbys. I am, of course, talking about the one, the only, Diogenes the Cynic. Now, when you hear Cynic, you probably think of someone who is pessimistic or thinks all people are selfish. But that's the modern definition of the word. In Diogenes' case, the cynic part of his name is because he was the father of the philosophy named cynicism, which is because people compared Diogenes and his followers to dogs, which they were happy with as they thought dogs fit their philosophy well. The modern usage of the word wouldn't exist until 900 years later. So, who is this man, and what even is cynicism? Well, Diogenes was born around 412 BCE, and Sinope, and caused quite a stir when he was young. His father's job was to mint coins for the city, but Diogenes started to make counterfeit coins. When this was discovered, Diogenes was stripped of his wealth, title, possessions, and citizenship. He was banished to Athens with nothing to his name, and this was a major influence to his ideals. He started to create a branch of philosophy that would eventually become cynicism, a belief that one can only become truly free by rejecting societal measures of success and not caring about others' opinions. He expanded on this idea to include living close to nature and not having material possessions, as well as rejecting man-made social concepts. You might hear this and say, oh, so he's just the world's first hippie? But no, no, dear listener, because Diogenes took these ideas to the extreme and he lived by them to the letter. He lived in a barrel in the marketplace, spending his days begging, spouting on about his teachings, and mocking other people who were conforming to society. He slept, ate, and urinated in public, giving him the nickname Diogenes the Dog. But Diogenes saw this as a perfect representation of himself, as dogs don't care for human social constructs. But don't think for a second that he was just some random wandering beggar. His wit was sharp, and he loved to use it to take people that he thought had too big of an ego down a notch. This is what happens in my favorite story about Diogenes. See, someone had asked Plato what the simplest way to describe a human is. Plato replied with the answer of a featherless biped, basically saying that humans are the only thing that walk on two legs and did not have feathers, and well, 
he was technically right, because while we now know that there are plenty of animals that have no feathers and walk on two legs, like kangaroos, none of them lived in ancient Greece. Now, Plato thought of himself pretty smart with this answer, and so Diogenes set out to prove him wrong. Now, picture this. Plato is teaching his students at his school. He, the teacher, rambling on about morals, and them eagerly writing down his words of wisdom, probably very happy that their teacher now allows them to write down notes. And you see, class, the ideal world is something we can never reach. But by doing our best to imitate it, we... Boom! The door slams open as Diogenes steps in like he owns the place. Behold! Plato's man! Diogenes holds up his arm, and in his hand he is holding a freshly plucked chicken. A featherless biped, if you will. He just threw it on the ground, and uh, I assume that this is the first moment in history where an entire class goes, Ooh. This made Plato furious, but he did eventually change his answer. So yeah, score one for the raving lunatic who lives in a barrel. Another story about Diogenes shows how committed he was to his lifestyle. One day, Diogenes was just chilling under a tree, enjoying life and watching the clouds. Then someone comes to see him. They have heard tales of Diogenes, the man who chose to live the simplest life, and so they have come to meet him and test his resolve. Diogenes looks up and sees none other than, and I'm not kidding, Alexander the Great, you know, the guy who conquered half of the ancient world. No biggie. Alexander then offers Diogenes anything, anything he wants. And mind you, Alexander could give Diogenes anything he desires. He's the most powerful person in the world at this time. He wants land. Boom. Gold. He has it in spades. But Diogenes simply looks up at him and says, Yeah, why don't you step out of the way? You're blocking my sunlight. What a legend. Heck, when Alexander was leaving, a couple days later, he passed by Diogenes, who was looking through a pile of bones for... reasons? And Alexander asked him what he was doing, and Diogenes looked up and said, I'm trying to find the bones of your father, but I'm having trouble distinguishing them from the bones of these slaves. He said that to Alexander the Great's face. Again, what a legend. Nerves of steel. He didn't get killed for that either, no. Somehow, even living in his hygienic condition, he lived to 90 in the ancient Greek world, back when it was considered lucky to live to like 35. Maybe that's the secret to a long life, living in a barrel and fighting stray dogs for raw meat. Well, that's all the time I have for today. I know these guys were considered geniuses in their time, but man, they are weird. Anyway, if you like the show and want to hear more, you can find more episodes on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much most places that host podcasts. If you want to give me a suggestion for a topic, or if you just want to say hi, you can email me at historicalhijinkspodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to Twitter and use at histhijinks, that's H-I-S-T, hijinks. Thank you for listening. I'm Nicholas Fowler, and this has been one for the history books.